G'day humans, what's good work? Chris Funder here with Pretty's Alex for another edition of Wrestling All Style. This time talking outside the ring for my choice, a street cat named Bob. Alex, had you heard of this before? I had never heard of this thing before. Oh boy, it's it's quite the adventure, isn't it? It is the most heartwarming, emotional thing I've had to watch in a bit. Um, full disclosure, humans... Recently, good friend of the show, Warwick Thompson, had a loss in his family of a beautiful little cat. So I'd like to, before we even go forward, dedicate this episode to Cookie Thompson. And yeah, this watching this uh, hit me right in the feels and sort of made me question if I really am a dog person because it just made me fall in love with cats watching this movie. Yeah, indeed. Um, so this was available on uh, SBS On Demand, or you could find it through uh, the old Nefarious Means Network. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is actually based upon a true story, and there's also a book about it. Yeah, yeah, I sort of did a bit of research. There's like a like biography, autobiography about this, and then there's like a series of children books that, about it as well called my name is bob or something yeah yeah a bit 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 odd of a uh subject to have a children's book about but i suppose uh it'd be a the cat read. <laughs> yeah i'm honestly contemplating like yeah liara when young liara's next birthday warwick if, if you're listening i'm thinking about trying to hunt down a couple of those children's books for a <laughs> <laughs> yes uh you might have to do a bit of proofreading there but um yeah <laughs> so it is uh the 2016 film a street cat named bob uh it is in english and it was filmed in the uk uh so it centers around james who's a homeless man former heroin addict who's been living on the streets um and gets a chance in a um drug rehab council flat and is prescribed methadone and one night he encounters this cat in his flat. Yeah, just wholesome. <laughs> everything Somewhat wholesome. up to Yeah, this cat is just like like everything up to this point happening is just so dark and brooding, but then this cat is like the true only bright like bit of light, bit of hope in this entire movie, like the only wholesome part of this movie, which is kind of a good metaphor for how this cat affects young James. Yes, indeed. Um, so he um, thinks it's come from somewhere else, goes to try to find its real owners, um, and after letting the cat go, it comes back and it's injured and he sort of forms this bond with the cat. Yeah, yeah, this was, um, yeah, immediately just right in the feels. Like, I get really nervous watching movies that, like, an animal is a main part of the movie in because I cannot handle watching movies where an animal dies. <laughs> so I got really nervous at points that that was going to happen in this movie because I can't stand it. Thank goodness. Yeah. Um, so James, uh, worried about the cat, takes it to a vet, and it's at this stage that he names the cat Bob. 
Yeah. Yeah, good name for a cat, I guess. <laughs> people name for animals. Why not? More of it, I say. Yeah, people name for animals. Even, you know, give your, give your animal the surname of a singer you like. <laughs> nudge, nudge, <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> yes, he is a good boy. <laughs> he is, he is. Um, now they sort of form this uh, relationship where he sort of uh, begins to follow him around, uh, where Bob begins to follow James around, um, and he decides to keep him. Uh, he ends up becoming sort of a um, like a uh, local uh, celebrity to a point where everyone knows him as the guy of the cat. Yeah, the way the cat sort of just like hangs on his shoulders or like lays on his shoulders like that while he busks and play, plays guitar. Personally speaking, I have a dog that does that, that I can walk around the house and like just do chores and Cadis will just lay on my shoulders like that. Or like when I play guitar, I'll play guitar with a dog on my, with my dog on the shoulders like that. So yeah, th- this really, really got me in the, in the gooeys, as they say. Yeah. Um, then it sort of gets a bit dark because one night he comes back home and his old friend Baz is unconscious in James's flat, having a heroin overdose, and he later um, dies in hospital. Yeah, this was grim. This is very grim. <laughs> Um, sort of Betty, I think Betty's a love interest. I may have got my notes wrong here. Um, says that she can't be around drug addicts and sort of, um, leaves because her brother is a deceased drug addict. Yeah. Yeah. Betty is the love interest. Um, yeah, these scenes were very tough to watch and like, you're just waiting for this dude to relapse because of everything that keeps happening. Yeah, and he sort of has an episode where he goes to visit his biological dad and his uh, stepmom, um, and then he sort of um, sort of flips out in their living room, and Hillary sends uh, James and the dad outside. Hillary being the stepmom. Yeah. Um. Then it sort of gets into the uh, the second half of the movie. He's trying to pick his life up. He's um, busking, and then he gets into an argument with someone. And in the crowd, um, there's a brawl in the crowd where James gets arrested. Um, following this, he sort of wants to pick his life up. He's prohibited from busking because the police know who he is now. But um, gets a job selling the big issue, which is... Um, there's something like that similar in Melbourne. I'm not sure if it's of the same name. I think it is exactly the same name. Yeah, I think it is the big issue. Yeah, that there are definitely those, well, back in the day where people were walking the streets, uh, there was definitely that. I don't know anymore. I haven't been to Melbourne in well over a year. But, yeah, that definitely does exist there. Yeah, and um, he sort of... Um becomes a bit more of a local celebrity here, being the guy who has the cat while he's selling the issues. A lot of the other uh, sellers take um, issue with him 
because he has the cat so more people go and buy his uh, with a commission they're sort of seeing it as him taking their pay um, fair guess... argument to be honest oh yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah because they don't stand a chance selling a copy when he's walking around with a cat on his shoulders um, he's trying to sell issues one day getting harassed by a woman who tries to bribe him into paying for Bob to take him away. Um, he says no. Bob's scared, sort of runs off. And um, James sort of uh, goes downhill as Bob's run off on him. Yeah, this was where I got really nervous. Yeah, so he, uh, he sort of goes back to... Um, not using um, methadone, but sort of wanting to get away from it and sort of, you see the darker side, like a really hard week, and he's trying to come clean. Yeah, yeah, he's, um, yeah, he's coming clean, so he's having his, oh, I forgot what they call him now, but like, yeah, where, where the cravings are there, but they can't fulfill it, so they get real sick and all that sort of stuff. Oh, just mental blanked on that. Yeah. yeah. Um, as Bob returns, he sort of um, begins to pick his life back up, including running into a young journalist who requests to help him write a book about James and Bob. Um, through his internet popularity, it ends up becoming a best-selling book, and he goes on fixing his relationship with his biological father, trying to turn around his life, and that's sort of where the film ends. Um I know it's a very brief review. Again, my apologies. My computer is sort of dead at the moment. No, um, no need to apologise. Um, yeah, I loved this movie, Chris. Um, I do have a few questions. Like, how did you stumble across this? Uh, it was on one day when I was flicking through channels on SBS as a midday movie. Yeah, right. And just really stood out to you. Oh, you know I'm a cat person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've made no secret of that. Yeah. I'm a some cats person. There's some cats out there that are definitely right down my alley. But then there's other cats that I just can't stand. So, especially being someone that was a recent victim of a stray cat attack. <laughs> Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, well, I got a nice little scar to remind me every day. Um, yeah, but yeah, oh man, this movie was just, it was just beautiful. Just really like, I haven't watched a good serious movie in a bit, to be honest. Like, I'll either watch like a mindless action movie or like, or just some immature comedy or something like that. So I haven't watched a good drama in a bit. And this was just right in the feels. This was just a really beautiful story, to be honest. Yeah, I'd have to agree. So would you like to play a simple game before we go into a bit more feedback? Yes. I like doing this for the movies because you started this with uh, Over the Top. So what do you think its budget was? Oh, oh! Can you give me a ballpark? 
Um, seven figures. All right. I'm just going to have to say like a mil. Like not much more than a mil. Um, eight million. Oof. Oof. I That's thought the... like a lot of this stuff could just be filmed in a stereotypical day in London. <laughs> but what do I know? <laughs> I suppose it's also the exchange rate there of um, British pounds to American dollars. Yeah. And like, I hadn't seen many of these actors or actresses before either. So I thought they might have saved a fair few dollars with that. So... What do you think it made, a loss or a profit, and how much? Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it made a profit, and like maybe doubled the budget. Wow, you are really good at this game, sir. They <laughs> made a profit, um, to come back at sixteen million and fifty-three thousand and forty-three dollars. Smashed it. Yeah, just over 16 mil, so double their investment. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah, Yeah. I I did see some, like, reviews and stuff for this movie, and they were all fairly positive, so I thought it might have done some good money. Yeah, a lot lot better than a a film that would come out later that year. (laughs) Oh, there's a sequel, isn't there? There's a sequel in the works, but that's not what I'm alluding to. I'm alluding to a uh, certain Lucasfilm. Oh, which one's this? I think this was Last Jedi. Did that not do well? I'm Uh, I'm not behind. split the audience. (laughs) I'm behind the times. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, I forget that you're not very Star Wars-y. No, I've watched them all now. Uh, I've watched them all for the first time during lockdown number one. <laughs> yes, yeah, uh, somebody got Russo time. The cage did ascend and you were surrounded by the six sides of steel. Yes, we are having a five-day Iron Man six sides of steel cage match in the impact zone. Um, yeah. <laughs> five days is fine. Yeah. Just much. why did it have to fall over the weekend? Couldn't it be five days from Monday to Friday? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I suppose. Um, now, do you have a beer rating for this? Yeah, I do. I do. I'm, I'm going to go pretty high on this one. I'm going to go like five and three quarters. Yeah, I'd I'd have to agree. I'd say five and a half. Yeah, th- there's some things that like I wish they touched more into, which sort of stops me from giving the full six. Um, I would like to have seen a bit more of the mending of the fences between James and his father and his step family and all that sort of stuff, but. Yeah, this was incredible. Um, I finished watching it, and then I watched a documentary about it on YouTube, and then I watched, like, a heap of, like, just people filming him while he was busking, like the real-life James. Oh, wow, you went on a big rabbit hole. 
Yeah, I did. I did. Um, I found out that the cat in this movie is the actual Bob, which is really cool. Um, unfortunately, Bob passed away last year. I did find that out. Oh. I think just like old age, all that sort of stuff. Uh, James and Betty are married now, I think. And James is basically a millionaire. I googled his net worth and he's worth like two and a half mil now. So that's pretty cool for a ex ex homeless junkie. Now there is a sequel or sequel of sorts. It's called A Christmas Gift from Bob. I did say that, yeah. <laughs> Um, I haven't watched it. I haven't watched it. I did see that that exists. I don't know if it's worth checking out, but I'm curious. Yeah, I'm I'm not usually the biggest fan of um, in-your-face Christmas-type movies. Uh, I'm a sucker for them. Um, to a degree, like stuff like your um, your Christmas Carol, your, uh, what is it? National Lampoon Vacation Christmas. Oh, yeah, yeah, a Christmas vacation. Yeah, the best Christmas movie of all time. Die Hard. Oh, that's a good one. Like, I'm a big fan of like a lot of the '90s like Christmas movies. So, like, Home Alone, um, Home Alone Two, I guess. The Santa Claus. Big fan of Tim Allen back in the day. Um, Jingle All the Way with Arnie. Love it. Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, you've got to, I suppose it's also you've got to be in the right frame of mind. You can't be going, hey, it's May. Let's watch Christmas movies. Yeah, I'm not a psychopath. I'm not <laughs> going to be watching like Christmas movies in May. Uh, although, I. Maybe Home Alone. Maybe Home Alone, because I think it transcends Christmas. Yes, indeed. Um, Yeah, so with that being said, Alex, where do we go next time for Outside the Ring? Yeah, uh, this was such a beautiful, artistic, like, well-acted movie. So (laughs) let's go to another beautiful, artistic, well-acted movie. We're going to see some of Jean-Claude Van Damme's finest work. We're going to be watching Bloodsport. Yes, well, it only took us a year, considering how much we love talking about Bloodsport. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I didn't even think about that. I just love this movie. Um, Full disclosure, I think I'm going to be going around to friend of the show Warwick Thompson's house hopefully when this lockdown's over to watch Bloodsport with him so I might have some additional notes Ooh, that sounds good oh yeah that would be fun <laughs> it's yeah so it's a 1988 film stars Jean-Claude Van Damme it has a 40% on Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> on IMDb. But I will also say 
Over the Top had an even worse rating, and I think that was a banger of a movie choice too. So Bloodsport's going to be a lot of fun. We get some fake violence. We're into that. Um, yes, fake violence. <laughs> Anyhow. What Forrest Whitaker's in this movie? He's a really good actor. What's he doing in here? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's weird looking at some of those, um, those uh, bios and going, hang on, you're a good actor. What are you doing here? <laughs> it's like, um, oh, I might as well bring it up now. The, um, oh, what is it? Netflix Death Note. It's like, oh, yeah. That deserves its own deep dive when. Oh. when I'm drinking. <laughs> anyway, it's like, Yeah, hey. I'm going to need many shots and drink them too. There's a Death Note meme. <laughs> I'll take this chip and I'll eat it too. <laughs> um, oh, what's his name? Um, plays Ryuk. Oh, Willem Dafoe. Yes. Actual like, only why? good casting of that. Yeah, yeah, it actually is a really good casting choice, but just like, wow, someone needed a new movie? house or a new swimming pool or something. Uh, never know, he could be a fan of the work. Uh, I would love to picture Willem Dafoe sitting at home just watching the original Death Note series. <laughs> <laughs> the The only problem with Death Note is... Um, there's so much exposition in it. If you don't read the subtitles quick enough, you have to watch in English. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, this has been fun. Yeah, so on to Bloodsport next in a couple of weeks. Other than I'm that, guessing Death Note is coming soon. <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking maybe go something a bit horror. Oh, yeah, I'm into it. <laughs> oh, man. Um... But with that being said, uh, where can the good humans find you? You can find me at Fruity as Alex on Facebook. Oh, no. Don't find me on Facebook. <laughs> I always do that. Um, you can find me at Fruity as Alex on Instagram and Twitter. Hit me up there. You can find us at WrestleOzStyle on Instagram and Twitter with an AUS, of course. I've been posting a little bit more frequently on our Instagram and our Twitter, actually. And you search us up on Facebook, Wrestling Ozstyle with an AUS, and you can find Chris at... At I am Chris Funder as well. You can go back and listen to the entire Wrestling Ozstyle archive for free on uh, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Nothing left to say, but good day, and we'll speak to you next time. There's no real funny reference I can make about the movie we watched because it's pretty serious. So, uh, I'll take this chip and eat it too! <laughs> um, meow? Yeah, meow? <laughs>